Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. And a very special guest, Steel Oliver. Hello, thank you so much for having me. What's up, my man? Not much. Just uh, staying busy, staying good. How That's are y'all? Good. good, man. I'm glad we finally got to uh, do this. Absolutely. Uh, it was actually one of our faster scheduled ones. I'm, I'm, I'm notoriously bad at it. So, <laughs> but uh, Steel and I met at GunCon. Or no, not GunCon. Shit. X-Cal. Range Day <laughs> with uh, Guns Out Boys. Yep. Yep. That I, I saw you at Shot Show earlier this year, but I I wasn't really able to get through the crowd to come say hi. Uh but we finally did get a chance to meet at Guns Out Range Day. Yep. We met at Guns Out and I met you through Frankie. Yep. Who I did meet at Shot Show the year or two prior. I don't remember when it was. It was a while ago at Shot Show. Of what organization is Frankie? Of Battle Buddy Three Gun. Oh. <laughs> Which ironically is also the organization that Steel is a member of. Yep. Yep. I'm the uh the social media manager for Battle Buddy Three Gun. And what? also participant. Yes, I, I try and shoot our matches whenever I can. Um if things get busier and busier like we are hoping to, I might have to take a step back from that. But for now, I, I do compete in our events along with any local matches that are willing to host me. Cool. Well, still, sh- why don't you start off just tell us a little bit about you, like how you got into guns, you know, just about you so people can get to know you, kind of how I got to know you at Guns Out. Absolutely. Um, I grew up around guns, hunting, um, a, a little bit of archery as well. And then as I got older, I got more into the the fun stuff, uh, so no longer bolt guns, but ARs, AKs, uh, semi-auto shotguns, handguns. And uh, I joined the Marine Corps in 2018. And during my time in service, I fell and I became injured to where I was no longer able to walk normally. Uh, so I had to transition to a adaptive lifestyle where I now rely on a wheelchair for daily use. Um During that time, I lost all interest in shooting because I didn't know how to go about it. And then, uh, what was it? And then uh, last year, I met Battle Buddy 3-Gun. It's funny because it's been a year and two months now since I met Brian. And uh, and they, they showed me what it was about, and I was hooked ever since. And they couldn't get rid of me, so they decided to bring me on. And uh, I'm now full on diving headfirst into three gun shooting, trying to make a name for myself in that game on the personal side. I've now made it my mission to help other people with adaptive lifestyles to continue the passion of recreational shooting. Nice. That's dope, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I saw you start to carry out that mission while that gun's out. Yeah, trying try to. Because <laughs> you brought uh, another member. Yes, uh, Jake. Uh, so we are sponsoring two shooters to go to the Adaptive Defensive Shooting Summit held at the Six Hour Academy in New Hampshire. And Jake is one of the participants that we will be sending there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, dude, that's good work. I mean, it's, I can't imagine being. Well, just like anyone else 
that unfortunately gets put in your position. I can't imagine enjoying something and then basically having to relearn it. Uh, it's um, yeah, it is definitely a huge mental hurdle that a lot of people don't realize. Um, daily tasks that you would do without even noticing, like just getting dressed or you know showering, um, that now becomes something that you have to learn all over again, and it's incredibly frustrating and demoralizing for a lot of people who are new to these lifestyles, let alone trying to figure out how to go about hobbies or passions, things that they do on the weekends to take their mind off of a long work week. Um, something that really brought a lot of joy into their life and a lot of positive aspects on their mental health mm -hmm. that they can no longer do. And that's what here at Battle by Three Gun we are trying to do. That's, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I only got, it's not even, I don't even want to draw the line that it's the same thing because I knew I would be getting it back, but I broke my foot at a USPSA match. And I was out for how long was I out? With Too the long. surgeon and everything. It seemed like an entire season. I think it's probably like eight months. Yeah. So, and same thing, like we live down a set of stairs with no elevator. So it was interesting. Like that was aggravating. Yeah. But I had the, you know, I always had the end, like, it's coming. Like, I'm going to go back to what it was before. I can't imagine having having to go through that. But I think it's awesome that you've turned it into something like your goal is to show, like, it ain't over. It's it's really only begun. Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, there's a friend of mine who recently was injured. Uh, he's in his 30s and, um, you know, it, his injury is extremely fresh. And so, like, right now there's obviously that that coping period where he kind of has to come to terms with things. Uh, but I had asked him, I was like, you know, what was something you enjoy doing? He's like, well, I used to enjoy snowboarding. He's like, but I won't be doing that anymore. I stopped him. I was like, that's not true. I know a guy that is paralyzed and he snowboards and wakeboards. So it, there are all these different avenues out there for people to still continue their passions and hobbies, uh, but they're stuck in their head uh, over trying to adapt to their lifestyle that they just kind of need that extra push from someone or from an organization like us mm -hmm. to get them back out there and kind of give them their life back. How was it that you came across Battle Buddy? Did you come across them online? Did you know someone who had like attended one of the matches? Yeah, so um, I have reached out to a adaptive sports page on Facebook, and I had asked, it, had anyone ever heard of someone doing like action shooting? Uh, a lot of people mentioned like clay or like the uh, the rimfire precision that they mm -hmm. have in like the Olympics. And I was like, you know, that that's cool, but that's not really for me. Um, so a couple of weeks later, someone had mentioned Battle Buddy 3 Gun. And I looked into it and I was like, that's cool. Uh, so I went on to Battle Buddy 3 Gun's website, reached out, got an email back from Brian. And uh, we set up a range day in South Carolina and... It's all kind of history from there. That's nice. fantastic. Is that the region of the country that you're from? No, I was stationed in South Carolina for a while. Um, 
but I moved back to Virginia. Uh, so I'm in, in like central Virginia. Okay. You guys are all over the place then. Yeah, they, I'm the only one that's away from the group, and they, they kind of give me crap for it sometimes, but it, it's all good. Hey, Michigan's good sometime of the year. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was a haul with Michigan. Oh, yeah. uh, that, that was a haul. Do you still, are you still in and active in that Facebook group that you originally found and were referred Battle Buddy from? Yeah, um, I, I monitor it for, you know, other organizations that I think are cool that something like, hey, that seems cool. I'm willing to try something new or just, you know, maybe on the chance that one day someone happens to ask the same question that I once had as well. Very good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I guess this we should probably talk about like Battle Buddy 3Gun as an organization. Like, let's dive into it what is it and obviously if you know if you want to give us a brief history on it and where the matches are held and how to sign up for it and yeah sure um so battle buddy three gun is a 501c3 nonprofit, and as i had briefly mentioned uh we bring the sport of action shooting specifically in three gun to people with adaptive lifestyles uh, we have seen amputees, paraplegics, quadriplegics. We recently had a blind guy compete in one of our matches, which was awesome to see. Um, his name is John Turnbull. He was a major in the Army. And uh, his, his story is incredible. Uh, but watching him overcome that and absolutely crush those stages, it was beyond inspiring. Um, yeah, so we, we bring three gun shooting to people across the board with adaptive lifestyles and our matches are open to those with adaptive lifestyles, but also able-bodied people as well. Anyone can come and shoot our match. Um, and the cool thing is when people do come to our matches, we often encourage our adaptive shooters to get to know the squad that they are in and get someone to push them if they didn't bring like a friend with them. Um, and we always, always have a stage to where regardless if you have some form of adaptive lifestyle or you are able-bodied, you are going to shoot a stage from our special shooting wheelchair. And that really puts things in perspective yeah. uh, because I, I have personally heard at, you know, local matches where, you know, someone looks at me like, oh, they got it easy. And then like watching them like try and get into the chair and all that but okay yeah that's a you thing <laughs> yeah and that Just that might be the walk in my shoes yeah <laughs> yeah walk in my shoes because i can't no yeah i i call that stage the humbler because that really puts things in the perspective for for everyone to just get a small taste of what some people where it's not an option for them if they want to shoot they have to do it from a chair yeah um it the the organization itself is still relatively new um they brought me on early this year and i believe we are going on three years old now um started by a bunch of marines that uh, of course wanted to shoot and they found a way to do it 
Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember all the stuff you wanted me to talk about. No, no, we were just talking about how they got started. Like, obviously, I'd imagine one of them was an adaptive athlete, and that's kind of what pushed it. Or they had yeah. friends that were. Yeah. Um. So I believe he was the the president originally um uh, of it his name is jeff and he had approached jack saying like hey i, I want to shoot a three gun and he's like how can we do that and from my understanding there weren't a lot of matches that were friendly to that idea or not necessarily unfriendly but they had just never done it before and that's kind of where the birth of battle buddy three gun had started um and so, of course, being uh, a bunch of military personnel that started it, uh, it's kind of in the name Battle Buddy. Uh, a lot of service members have heard that term or something similar. Mm -hmm. um, and you're moving in pairs. So whenever you are in the chair, you are being pushed by someone through your course of fire rather than having to work your handgun, shotgun, rifle put it down in a safe position, wheel yourself, and then continue the course of fire. You're having to rely on that bond and communication of your pusher to be able to push you through that course of fire most efficiently. Uh, that way you can shoot fast and accurately to get the best score possible. Yeah. So, I don't feel like this is something you should do. But I already do it. <laughs> so we actually have a friend of ours uh, Charlie, who was a big shooter, and he unfortunately had a really bad accident and ended up being put in a wheelchair. And kind of along the same lines as you, eventually got to the point where he's going to shoot no matter what. And he's going to do this. And, you know, he's got his holster set up on his wheelchair, his mag chain, you know, his mag carriers. And there are times where I push him. There are times when other people push him and, you know, we stage playing together. Hey, he's going to stop here and he's going to reload here and I'm going to move him here. It gets really interesting when we have to do doors and stuff. Yeah. Like, but it doesn't <laughs> oh, yeah. stop him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And that that's what we love seeing is kind of the transition between people that uh, come to our matches with the mindset of, they're kind of mentally defeated already. Like they're, they're timid to hop into it for the first time and trying to figure out how to do all this. And then as the day goes on, you see them get more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the day, they have the biggest smile on their face and they're just wreaking confidence. And that's what it's all about for us. Yeah. Um, so you will see a lot of adaptive athletes and not necessarily pertaining to shooting, uh, they come up with some very creative ways of still continuing their hobbies. I've seen people make JB weld molds around their handgun because, uh, like, they're weak in their hands or wrists. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know when I first went to ADSS, it was my very first competition, and I was drilling holes in my brand-new wheelchair so I could mount Safariland QLS systems to hold everything to it. Um, so it's just that mental fortitude of people with adaptive lifestyles finding a way to overcome it to still continue to do the things that they love, and it builds confidence in them. So. Yeah, that's awesome. 
yeah, I found out about you guys actually through Frankie, um, because Frankie and I are both uh, rather large fellows, <laughs> and Frankie loved watching me shoot, and he's like, dude, that's amazing. Like, a lot of people, mine and his size, don't really compete, or they don't think they can, but I have an inbox full of people that now think otherwise. Absolutely. Because of that, right? Everyone thinks like, oh, there's no way I could do that. Eh, yeah, you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. And that I, I love going out to like matches of, um, you know, someone is there with someone else who is competing and me trying to just be a social butterfly, you know, I'll, I'll chat them up and I'll be like, you know, did you compete? I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to. And then I love pulling the mm-hmm. adaptive car be like i'm in the chair and i'm competing like what is your excuse <laughs> i love doing that i did feel yeah. bad about it at first but i don't anymore <laughs> <laughs> what would you describe some of the courses as is there like you know rough terrain are you know are there like ramps as opposed to like fault lines like things you can maneuver a little easier in certain areas yeah so um jack jack smith our president he is the one that designs all of our stages and he designs them not specifically catered to the adaptive shooter um he's not going to make it easy for him and we we don't want that we still want to pose a challenge Mm -hmm. for that course of fire and it's going to be challenging no matter if you're an adaptive athlete or able-bodied. Um, so we don't really do like the typical fault lines of like the little two by twos that are staked into the ground. Cause that can cause some uncomfortable um, motions in the wheelchair, especially mm-hmm. if you have like some bad spasms that can be triggered pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we are able to have like tape or something like that, we will. Now, when we travel, we try and have the outreach as big as possible across the country. Um, When we go to places, we are looking for specifically ADA compliant places. So something that is relatively flat and smooth, Um, not a whole lot of like mud or sand, like something that's still going to be somewhat easy for not only the shooter, but also the pusher as well. because the casters are going to be very easily caught down in something super thick as compared to like, you know, packed gravel or dirt or something like that. Can confirm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I do have experience with that. (laughs) Yeah. um, Because, you know, when uh, all these people that show up to our events, they're not already in our wheelchairs. They're still in their daily chairs. You have to go to the staging area for the safety brief for the clinic and all that. And then they get into our chairs. Okay. So um, every match you guys have a clinic. Yes. So uh, the matches that we have done so far for as long as I've known them, we have always had a clinic for all of our adaptive shooters the day prior to the actual match. Okay. This, um, we have rifles, shotguns, handguns, and ammo that we supply to anyone that wants to take us up on that offer uh, for the adaptive shooters. So that day is all about Jack teaching all these guys and girls how to shoot three gun, the basic rules and scoring 
Um, proper trigger pull is a huge one for them and uh, some transitions and then uh, very briefly about like how to plan your stages with your pusher and just to get acclimated to the wheelchair and our gear tray, uh, which I'll talk a little bit more about here in a minute. Um, and then we tie it all together at the end of the clinic day with a small course of fire. Um, and then we open it up for any questions and uh, yeah. So the clinic is all about just getting people comfortable for the match the very next day. Yeah, that's awesome. Would you say that uh, like what percentage of people that shoot those matches, you know, attend the clinics and shoot the matches have ever shot three gun or any sort of competition before? Hmm. Now, are we specifically talking about the adaptive shooters? Yes. Ooh, I'm bad with numbers. Um, if I had to put a percentage on it, first time shooters ever competing, um, it's probably around 80 to 85%. That's so amazing. It's got to be pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, we do have a couple of people that we see regularly at our matches. Um, Jim Kuzak, he's done a lot of IDPA and USPSA pistol shooting. Um, I who else? Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Messer is another one of our adaptive shooters. Uh, he competes in IDPA and uh, USPSA as well on the pistol side. Uh, but one thing that we do see a lot is people that come to our matches um, and they are shooting for the first time in a competitive setting, they're hooked. And uh, not only will we see them again at our events, but we'll also see them online shooting their very first IDPA match or Steel Challenge match or uh, PRS. Like It's just that confidence that they had gotten from knowing that they are able to shoot from their adaptive situation and applying it to different skill sets within the you know realm of action shooting that's awesome i mean basically your your guys's clinic is raising their ceiling of possibility on what they think it limits them and you guys blow the ceiling out of the water and go no yeah no. that's awesome yeah, that's so absolutely cool. and uh you know so, some people are kind of timid like i was when i first was getting into uh, shooting especially with battle buddy three gun uh, there's kind of a sense of pride amongst anyone with adaptive lifestyles uh kind of a, a stigma that you know they don't ask for help and we we kind of push a little bit of tough love on all of our adaptive shooters to where it breaks them out of that mental mindset and introduce them to a very welcoming community uh, within, you know, the firearms industry. Mm -hmm. That's that's so cool. I, I'm really hoping that we'll be able to attend one very soon because I would love to film the whole thing and kind of show like clinic and match what it looks like. Absolutely. And um, the biggest thing is like outreach for us. There are so many people like when I go to the VA, um, you know, typically there, there's a wait there. Uh, so I'm, I'll be chatting it up with, with other vets or, you know, dependents of those vets. And whenever there's another chair guy in there, especially around my age, you know, I, I'll, I'll chat them up first. 
And uh, a lot of people don't even realize that it's possible to do three gun shooting because, you know, maybe they had heard about it, but the things they have heard is it's fast and you have to shoot fast and accurately while moving through a course of fire. And that them understanding that there's movement involved, they've already thrown that possibility out the window. Mm. Um, so a lot of people just don't realize that we exist and what we do. And, you know, with each week's that pass, I get more and more messages asking, when are we coming out to this state? Um, like I had someone recently ask about, oh, when are we coming to Washington or Minnesota? Um, so, yeah, it's just not a lot of people realize it's possible. And we are here to show them that it is. Yeah. And we, we talked about that at the Guns Out event. Mm-hmm. It's... uh. It's not that you guys don't want to go to those states. It's uh, the the gear that you guys use is quite large. Yes. Uh, and yeah. it takes an entire trailer to move it around. So because you guys are so new and just starting out, it's limited equipment, which I know you guys are going to grow and it's going to get bigger and more of it's available. But right now, that's just, it, it is what it is. And hopefully we can grow it to where it's not help you grow it to where it's not like a limiting factor like it is now. I mean, that and that's the angle is to have more chairs. You know, we have chairs extra compared to the amount of adaptive shooters we have. Um, because for the time being, we kind of have to put a, a flexible cap on the amount of adaptive shooters we bring in due to the equipment restraints that we have. Right. Um, and yes, the, the traveling aspect with all of that is, is a challenge in itself. I mean, we have uh, like steel poppers if a range doesn't have it. We have all of our chairs, the guns, the ammo, dump barrels, um, uh, T-shirts that, you know, we, we sell to uh, continue to go on with this mission of getting us out there and doing more events. Um, the swag bags that we give to all of our adaptive shooters from companies that do believe in what we're doing. Uh, so it's just always more and more stuff that we're bringing to these events as we do grow. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's absolutely a a challenge, but one that we welcome and always find a way to overcome it. Cool. Well, you were talking about the chairs, let's go into what makes those chairs like the chair that you were in was, uh, quite cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, a little more in, info about it yeah so we use the grit freedom chairs and those chairs were designed to get people with adaptive lifestyles outdoors um they're bigger they're bulkier they're heavier and more durable to allow people to go on like uh pretty easy trails and just get them outdoors they have off-road tires um and with that we combined that uh, due to our president, Jack Smith, a gear tray that comes off of the front rail where that one caster is. And that essentially becomes an adaptive shooter's battle belt. Um, I know I've mentioned it in previous videos. Um, sorry. Uh, I know I've mentioned it in previous videos to where 
can our adaptive shooters wear a belt? Absolutely. However, they're going to lose a lot of real estate and comfort on that belt from sitting down all day. Um, so that's where the gear tray comes in. And that holds their handgun with a magazine. Uh, if they want to use their own handgun, if it's on a QLS fork, we can absolutely do that. Because the whole pattern that is on the tray is modular to where we can move any QLS or ELS uh, Safari Land system anywhere on that tray at almost any angle for them to where they are comfortable to use it. That's awesome. So we have the handgun, a magazine holster for a uh, pistol magazine, a rifle magazine, and we have a shell caddy. That's, yeah, that's, that was Jack's idea or Jack's like design. Yes. Dude. Yes. And uh, he, Jack. <laughs> he can tell you exactly how many holes he drills into those. <laughs> so, oh, he, just, he, he makes them. Yes, he, he makes them and he drills them himself. Wow. Hey, that's the kit that you had on yours, right? Um, so on mine, that's something that my dad and I had come up with. Um, okay. I, I was lucky enough to get approved from the VA to get my own chair and I've made modifications to it to where it fits my exact variation of my adaptive lifestyle. Okay. Um, but the ones we have for the charity, since everyone's situation is different, all of their range of movement is different. It's extremely modular to where they can set it up to exactly how they want. That's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah you had a uh, you had quite the setup. Why don't you tell us uh, your gear? <laughs> yeah, so I too have a grip freedom chair. Um, I've also mounted a foot plate to where my legs can be a little farther out uh, as compared to the stock foot plate that comes on them. And then I've built a tray that is has the same concept as our organization chairs, uh, but it's designed specifically for me. Um, it is still kind of in the prototype stages right now, um, but it's served me well this past year traveling and shooting not only at the Battle Buddy events, but also other local matches. Um, but with that, I have the kind of unrealistic and very steep goal of even though I'm in a wheelchair, I still want to be able to keep up with able bodied shooters. Um, so, with that, I have kind of gotten into the gear race of weapon platforms uh, to where I've gotten into a dissident KL 12, which is on a Vepper 12 platform, is a box oh, yeah. fed shotgun. Uh, a bull armory SAS 2 UR shorty. Uh, you have a, a bull? I do have a bull. And I love that. It was totally worth selling a lot of guns to get that because I love that thing. Um, your rifle? And a rifle is, oh wow, that, that's a lot of specs on it. Uh, but it, it's one that I built. Um, I know it's on the Iron City Rifle Works. Um, Receiver set, the proof research barrel, JP Enterprises handguard, and uh, Swamp Fox has been a huge supporter of mine this year to where they have provided optics for all of my uh, firearms. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, that, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love what they're doing. Um, great products. 
and uh, they, they've definitely stood my my uh, I'm not going to call it abuse, but hard going during yeah. my stages. That's awesome. Yeah, we have a buddy that shoots a shoots a dissident. <laughs> they are uh, so much fun. Yeah, they are very cool shots. And uh, at where I train at, there's a concrete slab, and I put my drum mag in and took the brakes off of my wheelchair to see how far it would roll me back. <laughs> um, and I had to stop shooting because I was about to roll off of the concrete pad. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, did, yeah, just say a uh, science experiment. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you ever do a retreat stage, you'll be set. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Nice. So, your guys' equipment. Um, first off, let's say this uh, the grit chairs. If any of you guys listening tell your buddies about this or you go and search grit. If you buy one of these chairs, do me a favor and put in the comments, you're buying it for this and you heard it from Battle Buddy 3-Gun and Steel Oliver. Let these guys know that there is an organization out here that loves their product and is doing everything to push it and show them like, hey, this is a good setup for an adaptive athlete in the shooting sports. And just tell them that I'm doing it for Battle Buddy 3-Gun. This is why I need it. And just share the love out there to show what you're going to be doing. And maybe Grit starts to show a little more vision towards ours. And it's it's the same in every shooting sport, right? We don't always get the full attention. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But if more people, like, spread the love. Show them, like, why you're buying the chair. You know, even if it's a small reason, like, you're going to buy it for trail running with your dogs. But, hey, I'm going to shoot a 3-Gun match, too throw it in there like, hey i'm gonna be shooting battle buddy three gun i heard it from the battle buddy three gun guys that this is the chair to get and we would just really appreciate it yeah absolutely um i know i i've used my chair for more than just shooting uh, yeah. this past year at the farm um but it's definitely multi-purpose and the guy that i know at grit uh when the va had some trouble ordering it i had been in contact with him and he told me send him a picture of it when I was done, and he didn't even recognize the chair because uh, <laughs> it's something that they never thought about. Right um, on how to get it, something like action shooting with three gun to work with a chair like that. And uh, right. I mean, he he thought it was awesome. So okay, so we talked a little bit about actually you hearing people say, "Oh, he's got it easy." Have you found there's anything for you as an adaptive athlete that you're like, oh, I actually get to do this and you don't? Um, mm. Wow, that that's a question I was not expecting. Um, it's part of my job. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to, I, I guess, pick one thing is that I'm able to think differently, um, especially when it comes to course planning. You know, I, I've seen it a lot at local matches, and I've kind of caught myself doing it. But during the walkthroughs, when everyone is creating their plan, you'll typically see all of the guys that have been doing this for a hot minute. They'll all have the same plan. 
Um, but I'm not thinking about just me at that point. I have to think about my wheelchair because that is my way of getting through the course. So I'm, I'm having to adapt to my situation and think differently about how I am not only going to one, make, try and make up time on all these able-bodied shooters, but two, how am I going to be able to most efficiently shoot this course of fire? Um, so I, I would say I'm able to, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess be more open-minded and creative with my stage planning. Okay. That's cool. That's, I mean, that's really your advantage having to do that with everything else, right? You might as well apply it to stage planning. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. Do you, uh, so you have done other shooting sports. Um, I, before I got hurt, I was training to get into uh, the tactical games, um, really working on my physical fitness and action shooting. Okay. Uh, and, and then I fell. Um, so that's kind of when I had gotten out of everything. So my first exposure to competition shooting, aside from just making backyard bets with my buddies who can mm-hmm. hit a soda can at X amount of yards, um, was with Battle Buddy 3 Gun. And they have provided me so many once-in-a-lifetime opportunities uh, to where, you know, I'm very grateful to be a part of that organization to hopefully share similar, if not better, experiences than what this organization has given me. Okay. Of the three guns that you shoot regularly, which is your favorite? Shotgun, Ooh. rifle, or pistol? If I had to pick one platform, I would say rifle work is, is definitely the best. Yeah, um, typical military boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is, is what it comes down to. <laughs> um, is that because the, you have more experience with it, or is there something about the platform you enjoy more? Mainly experience. I'm more comfortable with it. I will say pistol work is growing on me very quickly, though. Clearly. Um, Listen, I saw a smile (laughs) on your face running the stages at uh, the Guns Out event. Like, that's, yeah. It helps to have an exciting gun to shoot. But, yeah, you you were having a blast. Uh, The... The pistol realm is growing on me very quickly, which is probably why I'm so drawn to getting in the steel challenge and all that at the beginning of next year. Nice. Yeah, very cool. That's it's it's one of Jackie's favorites. I do love me some steel challenge. It's because I am very slow. So standing still is much easier than running. And there's only one of the eight stages that involves movement. So <laughs> I yeah, commend no, one out of the eight. <laughs> I, I think that's why I'm so drawn to it is because there, it doesn't matter if I'm in a wheelchair. Like yeah, I, I'm stationary and at the end of the day, it's going to come down to who is the better shooter. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see that being the draw to it. And we see our fair share actually when we shoot steel, like when we go to like an area five, you know, steel championship, there's a lot of adaptive shooting athletes out there. 
because of that. Yeah. You know, we I didn't know up until meeting Frankie, I didn't know Battle Buddy 3-Gun was a thing. And I didn't even know you guys offered the clinic. Like, I mean, you guys are essentially holding a school to show these people how to get into the shooting sports with something that they think is limiting, but like you said, really isn't. Right. You know, and I, I know at least prior to meeting Frankie and talking with my friend Charlie, before it was an automatic, you know, steel challenge is the way to go because it allows you to still shoot the gun, have fun, and I really be competitive, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, we, with our events, we specifically have a chaired division. And if you look at any multi-gun match across the country, no one else is doing that but us. Um and you know by having a specific division i feel like that kind of draws more people in as well to where they're able to see be like oh i'm not going to be the only one in my situation competing in this and i've seen a couple people that have never heard of us but they saw the fact that we had a chair division on practice score they're like oh i'm gonna sign up for it and see what it's about um so it's very cool to see that you know we are the only ones doing it however it it kind of hurts our heart too that you know not more people across the country and i'm talking about like ranges that are opening it up to adaptive athletes uh to where they have a specific division for them yeah well i know a lot of ranges at least a lot of the ranges that we go to honestly it's just a uh it's a gravel or dirt pit in the middle of nowhere which isn't conducive to being like an ADA kind of area. Right. But there are also clubs out there. We actually have one that's not too far from us that is pretty capable. And we'll talk about that later about maybe finding an area in Illinois to do one. Cause I think we have a facility out here that would be perfect for it. Oh, that, that'd be awesome. Um, I, I know I'm trying to build something here in Virginia to where I, I will be able to host events, not only for Battle Buddy, but to also kind of revive multi-gun in the state of Virginia. Okay. Um, to where it will be ADA compliant uh, with like bathrooms, a classroom, and uh, multiple action bays. But that that's a pretty hefty project. So Yeah. What do, uh, what's the steps for someone to get involved or find a Battle Buddy 3-Gun event coming up or clinic? Yeah, so uh, we're pretty active on their social media. Um, it'll be Battle Buddy 3-Gun for Instagram, Facebook, and the YouTube I, I have been slacking on, uh, but I, I'm trying to revive that and grow that. Um but we always post stuff about our upcoming matches there. If we have an announcement of a match, it'll be on there as well. Uh, but if you're not really into the whole social media scene, uh, our website, www.battleboy3gun.org. Um, Frankie, he, he's in charge of the website, and he's very good on staying on top about keeping everything up to date on there. Um, so if you go on either social media or our website you can contact us through there and you know a a lot of people are still 
kind of timid about it. So they're still seeking out information, even though they secretly want to do it. And they'll they'll tell us what their situation is, and uh, we'll tell them, you know, experiences we've had with other people, which I feel like with this year alone, we've kind of covered a very broad range of adaptive lifestyles. We'll tell them, hey, we got you, come on out, or um, you know, we can give them more information about it as well. Yeah, I mean, not to, I definitely don't want this to sound insensitive when I say this, but. Once you've had a blind guy go through your clinic, I think you've kind of proven like you really don't have an <laughs> excuse. Like we got you. Yeah, and like come uh, try this. Yeah, again, watching that, it was incredible. I was very fortunate to be on the same squad as him, and watching him and a buddy that he was deployed with when he received that injury, um, watching those two work together, it was inspiring. Yeah, and. They that was the embodiment of Battle Buddy Three Gun. Yeah, that's. I sat down and talked to Frankie about that. Uh, Frankie's going to kill me, but Frankie started tearing up, <laughs> bringing the emotion that he had with that, and we got to share a similar experience because I've not what you guys did nowhere near going through a stage, but I've taught. A blind gentleman to shoot on a static range because he never shot a gun and he wanted to and no one wanted to teach him i said i'll teach i'll do it with you yeah and when frankie told me no he did the whole stages i'm like that's like that that's amazing yeah he even did the stage where he's in the chair oh and, really and still shoot yes yeah wow so like watching him go through that I mean, it was so inspiring, and anyone would be lying to themselves or others if, you know, they they ever come up and say like, "Oh, like I highly doubt anyone would say it out loud," but they're like, "Yeah, no, nothing about it was, you know, interesting." Like that lit a fire in me. Yeah. Um, it's just so motivating. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Do you, so. Is it required to have a pusher? No. Uh, we have had a couple of people at some of our previous matches um, on certain stages to where they don't want a pusher. Uh, they'll go through it themselves. I've heard stories about one individual hopping out of the chair and, you know, kind of going across the ground to each stage because he didn't want to deal with the chair. Um I can't remember who it was, but I know I've heard that story from one of our wow. one of the guys. Um, so it is not required at all. And even on the stage where everyone shoots from a wheelchair, you are doing it on your own power. No one is pushing you. Through oh, that. Okay. Um, and I, again, that's kind of to give everyone perspective of what a lot of these guys and girls live with every single day. I'm only asking because I would like to, uh, I would like to shoot the whole match in the chair. All right, we'll, we'll set it up. So, yeah, I would, I would totally be down for that. Mostly because I don't want to trouble anyone to push my big ass around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would like to have that experience. And also, as an instructor, I would love to know firsthand kind of the limitations and how it feels and like what are the actual uh you know 
the the nuances that you have to go through that I wouldn't know unless I was in that position. Yeah, and um, you know, like I said earlier, everyone's situation is different. Um, like I'm able to walk a very short distance with a cane. It's just excruciatingly painful, which is why I rely on the chair to go throughout, you know, a regular day with work, shooting, filming, whatever the case may be, because uh, I would be completely useless by the time I wake up and 30 minutes later, if I had to stand for that long. Um, but like, I'm, you know, I feel that I'm very fortunate that I'm in the position I am, regardless of the pain. Because there are some people that would, you know, they'd almost give anything to have the abilities that I do. Um, but everyone's different. Uh, so it's just trying to go throughout their life and finding what works for them, which is why I harp so much on that in any of our videos when we're talking about uh, like adaptive reloads or finding ways to make your firearm um like hot and like rack your slide or your rifle and, and all that um i always end it with do what works for you as long as you're of course being safe since it's regarding firearms mm -hmm. uh, that's awesome and i'm i'm very excited for you guys i i am too um you know what, what battle boy three gun has done for me i cannot wait to do that for other people um because they had completely changed my life and i know that there's a couple of individuals that have followed us across the country since we first met them um a guy named anthony we met him last year in florida to where he came out he was born into his adaptive lifestyle and he never got a chance to join the military or do the tactical games like he wanted to um but we introduced something to him to where we got him hooked and he from there he followed us to louisiana michigan um i mean he's followed us uh, across the country wow yeah that's i'm excited yeah and it's it's very exciting and uh you know any support that we any support that we get to expand our outreach to people that don't know about us the better and we are extremely grateful for all of the companies that have supported us and, you know individuals like yourself for you know doing this podcast to get our name out there no, the shout out in this the time give the companies that have helped you guys Ooh, it's a long list and i really hope i don't forget any of them well <laughs> um, obviously you don't intend to forget but like you said there's plenty of good companies out there that want to help the cause that you guys are doing so you can give me the list afterwards and i'll throw them in the show notes that way we don't forget anyone yeah um so i'll, I'll try and list what i know off the top yeah, of my head uh fioki swamp fox samson manufacturing um i know we had a lot of our guns donated uh, by smith and wesson uh, with our handguns uh thanks to jerry mitchell yeah i know he hooked that up um oh my goodness fantastic mobility silencer shop um howitzer clothing uh what they're doing is right in line with what we are trying to do um my 
goodness, I'm I'm getting so nervous that I'm forgetting yourself <laughs> about. Uh, I will be sure to to send you the the list, but yeah, um, you know, all the companies out there that listen to this, just know that we are extremely grateful for your continued support and our mission to change the lives of others. That's awesome, dude. And that's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, it, that is what it's all about. Um, because you, you know, I, I've been there myself mentally, kind of discouraged and unmotivated. And the things that we are doing, if people see Battle by Three Gun the way I did when I first got into it, is going to change their life for the better. No, I, I wholeheartedly believe that is, I, I've seen it, I mean, I've seen it with the guys that I've met through the organization so yeah it's amazing man so um speaking of amazing things you decided that you were going to one-up my friend and i <laughs> on a little video that we did and if you guys haven't seen it uh we shared it to the stories and i i think it's in our highlights now uh twista and myself were out at the range and we got distracted and he got his brand new bull, actually the same one you have, a shorty. Yep. And I was like, oh, hey, man, let's put this song on. And we started listening to music. He's like, oh, what's this? I was like, oh, Bulls on Parade. And he goes, oh, how fitting. And we just started shooting. We're like, oh, we got really distracted. So we just started shooting with the beat of it. And uh, he posted it. And you replied with your own version. and uh, Which was, oh. I'm sorry. To you, Antwista, but it was way better. <laughs> it was way better. <laughs> yeah, he blew us out of the water, man. He yeah. was doing the whole drum section, like it very good, dude. And he did it on we did it on paper too. We just didn't show it. <laughs> but you showed your hits, you did it on two papers, so you did transitions and a reload. Yeah. So super impressive. Thank you so much. Tell us about that, sir. Seeing as you had to one up people, <laughs> um, let, let me start off by saying I'm a huge metalhead. I, I love metal, rock, alternative, punk. Um, I'll listen to anything, but on a given day, that's what I'll go to is that genre of music. Uh, so playing Guitar Hero growing up as a kid, Bulls yeah. on a Parade was on there, and when I heard that, um, you know, just kind of scrolling through Instagram. I heard it and I looked and it was Twista with him showing off his bull armory. Um, <laughs> so I had to watch it and I was like, oh, that that's cool. Yeah. Um, I was like, but I, I want to kind of start something. I don't know why I was feeling mischievous that day, but I was. I'm so uh, glad that you were. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was so much fun to shoot. Yeah, uh, I can't so tell you how happy he was about it. Like, I mean, he called me right away. He's like, go check this out. He's like, we started something. Let's, let's go. And I watched yeah, it. And I just, I watched it like 10 <laughs> times. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so, yes, very cool, sir. Right, very I would love to. Thing. Thank you. I would love to keep that going. Uh, oh, we're, oh, we're that, going, sir. That was the most fun I've had filming and shooting a video at the same time. Uh, let alone to a great song. And I told Frankie I was doing it. And he just started shaking his head. He's like, don't start nothing you can't finish. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, we got one final question for you. 
before huh? that, um, we talked about the video on Instagram. How can people find you on Instagram? Uh, talking about the organization? Yourself, because we already talked about Battle Buddy 3 Gone on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. How can people find you on Instagram? Yeah, so uh, Instagram is Targets of Steel. The steel is spelled uh, how my name is, so S-T-E-E-L-E. -E -E. Um, I awesome mainly... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, that's where I post a majority of my stuff. I've been so caught up with the organization lately that admittedly I have been slacking, but I'm hoping within the next couple of months to be on a more consistent posting schedule. Um, I have a lot of great content plan coming up, especially with, uh, Memorial three gun coming up in October being one of the largest three gun events in the country for a amazing cause. Um, but I will be the first person in the chair to ever shoot that match. Wow. Uh, so I'll be making history in doing so. Fantastic. Listening to rocking to Bulls on Parade in your headphones. <laughs> I, I might have to step it up to something a little bit more heavy, but uh, yeah, <laughs> right. same concept. A <laughs> when, when is that? That is October, first week in October um, in Maxton, North Carolina. Same weekend as nationals, I think. Yes, it is for USPSA irons. Well, she's not really. Yeah, it's called irons. handgun nationals now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, I can't go because I will be also competing <laughs> in a different area. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for it. Very nervous, uh, but very grateful for the opportunity. That's fantastic. So, I'm sure you're going to do amazing. I can't I wait so. to see all of your videos. I hope that you do do what you said and get up on your social media and post everything because I'm really looking forward to watching you kick some major ass. No, thank you so much. Uh, that That's the goal. As long as my nerves don't get the best of me, I, <laughs> I, I think we might be on to something there, though. <laughs> Good. Good. So before we close out, as a hypothetical, this is your world stage. In best case scenario, every person in the world can hear what you have to say. It's going to be very important to you. What do you have to tell the people? Don't give up on what made or makes you happy. Um, if it means that much to you to where it is improving your mental health, regardless of whatever physical limitations that you have, you need to push through it in order to still continue and pursue that passion that you had once had and kind of relight that fire on due to your ass to get it going again. Totally agree. Awesome. Love stuff. it. Yeah. Fantastic. That's it. Well, steel man, that's uh that's going to be a wrap for us. I am so happy that you decided to join us and got through your nerves to come on and chit chat. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful yeah, for the opportunity. Wow. Anytime, man. And I would actually like to uh, definitely have you back on after Memorial 3 Gun. Sounds good to me. To talk about it because, unfortunately, we can't be there. So at least <laughs> we can get here from the man after the match. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to set something up yeah, and do yeah, a little AAR on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you need to reach out to Jackie or I, it's at Laugh Mode on all the social medias, pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. 
And that's all we have. And we will talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.